Welcome back to Tough Men of Faith. Nick, I thought you were going to kick this off today. I was going to, um, but here I am now, so here we go. Uh, I was over here looking at memes. I, I was... <laughs> you find anything good? <laughs> no. Huh? No. Are you having an interesting week? I have had a great day. Really? Yeah, one nice. of the best. Nice. That's awesome. You want to know why? Uh, yeah, I'd love to. I was waiting for you to ask. So when did the pandemic start? Was that, that's 2020, right? Yeah, it was like March of 2020, I think. March of 2020. So we're almost three years. Yeah. So for the first time since the pandemic, yeah, I visited a, a buffet today. Really? Well, Golden Corral. I had a Shoney's once down in Tennessee because they never showed that. Was it? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I had forgotten how good it was. Was it? Is it good? Yeah. Oh yeah, really nice. good. Okay. Yeah. You we're, told me you were doing that a couple yeah. days ago, and I forgot all about it. I just it. forgotten. Like there's so much food. I started with a salad. Yeah. But then naturally from there, it I just ate for like an hour and a half straight. Okay. That's awesome. So, I ate with this guy who loves it. It's his favorite. It's one of his favorite. It is his favorite place yeah. to eat at. This is the guy that he like calls you and leaves you interesting like motivational voicemails and stuff like that, right? He does. Yeah. He's yeah. a good guy. Just yeah, started awesome. coming to church no. recently. Yep. Yeah. Good guy. But he started out well with his plate, man. I was So I went and got a salad first. Yeah. <laughs> he started like, off with the whole fried chicken. <laughs> he had, <laughs> listen to his initial plate. Yeah. It was, it had a little bit of mac and cheese. Yeah. And then it had, they didn't have real steak. They had pork steak. Okay. Which was just mainly just fat. Yeah. It's really just like, but he had you several had of those piled up. Mac and cheese, those pork steaks. He had like three or four things of meatloaf piled on top of each other. Okay. <laughs> Man and likes his meatloaf. He does. And then I think it was spaghetti or something else that was right there piled up on Ooh. it. And so the whole plate was piled up. And then around the edges, yeah. <laughs> he put tuna salad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, what a machine. Man. Wow. Yeah. So I, I instantly just set my salad plate to the side. Yeah. Made my way back up there. <laughs> it's like, well, I got to top this or at least come close. <laughs> I'm not going to do it with a salad today. Yeah. Then um, the only thing they didn't have anymore that they used to have is the fondue fountain. Oh, really? Yeah. What about the like dessert buffet? Are they still have uh, that? It was amazing. Okay. Like so many pies and ice cream and brownies. Nice. Okay. I told Karen I was going there and she... Her one thing was like, don't get sick. Because I, I usually don't even hardly eat lunch. Yeah, so like, right, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well. I'm glad it was good. It was good. And I was thinking like, we get coming up, we're going to have a, an interview with a guy who's a personal trainer, does some coaching, yeah. helps guys lose their dad Yeah, bod. I can't wait so, for that. Yeah, so I thought that would not be the time to go to Golden Corral that day. It might be the last time you go there. <laughs> Maybe. So I thought today was, uh, yeah, so I'm having a good day. Yeah, okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, you? I've had a great week. Um, great couple weeks, really. So. Now, you just got around to uh, listening to our last episode. Yeah. <laughs> we want to talk about that? Well, you got put in Facebook jail or something. I did, right? yeah. So I, um, I got banned for, I thought it was 28 days, but yeah. they let me post it. So Okay. I must not have gotten banned or they must have misstepped or something. But yeah, yeah, I posted a... Just something you shouldn't have. Yeah, it was, it was a Valentine's Day meme to my wife. Okay. Um, where it embellished some serial killers, I believe. Okay. And I guess you're not allowed to post serial killers. On the Facebook. So anyway, I thought I got banned and I contested it because, you know, I thought what they were doing was uh, ridiculous by taking my post down. So I contested it and that's when they said I got banned, but I don't think I ever really got banned. Anyway. Right. So yeah, I just listened to it recently. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was awesome. What'd um, you learn? So let me ask you a couple questions. Yeah. When I go back and listen to our episodes, yep. when we have a guest, I always learn something. I do too. I mean, I learned something from you as well. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. So we go. what, what was your... Biggest takeaway? Like a couple things really stuck with me. Um, and he, so we talked to Howard before he came to a men's conference or a men's retreat, which was a little odd because he came all the way out to your grandparents' farm mm -hmm. and he spoke to, what, 40 or 50 men? Yeah. 
well into the night. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. we were sitting around by campfire, and he's telling his story. And it stuck with me pretty well then. And he said something then that really stuck with me, but um, generational curse. You know, your fathers have done it. Your grandfathers have done it. Your great-grandfathers have done it. They've all done it wrong. And uh, generational curse and, you know, bad decisions and bad lifestyles. And you, you see what they've done, and you follow that. Because you're not really trying to break the mold. You're just trying to follow what you've seen. And, you know, you're, you're learning from your teachers. That's one of the big things that's really stuck with me since the first time I heard him talk. Yeah. But the second thing that really stuck with me is um, he said uh, to prepare yourself to walk with God, which I hadn't really thought about before. But he said, you know, you'll have to decide to let go of some earthly things and some habits and some people to begin your walk with God. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't thought about it like that before, but it's funny that, you know, now we're, I don't know, a few years into my walk with God and yeah. I see friendships gone that were there before that were really strong Mm -hmm. i see some friendships that were great and are just you know barely hanging on now because either i've changed or they've changed or they're doing things that i don't want to be a part of and i start thinking about things like that you know that's that's a couple things that's really stuck with me yeah one of the things i took from his is like the guy has a sense of purpose like he knows why he's here on earth yeah and he's gonna he's gonna move in that direction doesn't matter what comes his way so you know he mentioned that he has cancer now yeah um, he mentioned, you know, his age and different things. He's like, listen, I'm going to teach men. I'm going to disciple men. I'm going to yep. mentor men. And I'm going to keep doing that, whether I'm working at a school with young men. I'm going to go, well, and, he's going to Africa or something. Yeah. And that was the other thing, too, is he said he started out, you know, he's uh, he's kind of raised up west side of Indy in a real racial tense time. Mm-hmm. He said he was going to join the Navy so he could learn about explosives and things like yeah. that. So he could bring back and apply to his, you know, his Black Panthers Mm-hmm. Um, people that he was running around with and he could have some knowledge on how to do things properly so he didn't kill himself and he, he got into the navy and it just kind of changed his heart like that's not exactly what i wanted to do anymore yeah. and i got around he, he said something that was uh huge to me he said he got around different guys in different cultures mm-hmm. and noticed that the white man isn't the worst thing in the world yeah. there's there's other things out there that are worse and you know these these guys could be my friends so just a lot really stuck with me. And he grew up in a really rough time, a time mm-hmm. then, like I said, there was racial tensions. Look at look at now between you know between then and now, like just electronics world. I mean, yeah. look at look at phones, for instance. I mean, you know, just everything's changed so much in forty or fifty years. And yeah. I don't know, just a lot of what he said stuck with me. Yeah. So it was good. It was good. You ready to jump into today's? I think so. Here's what we're going to do today. What are we going to talk about? Well, I called you a couple hours ago and told you what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday, I took some time off work. My girls were off school. Yeah. We went horseback riding. Okay. How was that? It was good. It's like, sometimes we go horseback riding. There's like some trails at a state park. Okay. And really, your horse just follows the trail. Yeah. It's like a glorified pony ride at the right. circus or wherever. Like every once in a while, you want to pull left on the bit just to yeah, see if they're Yeah, but they, they don't even do it, right? right. They know. Yeah. They have their nose and the butt of the horse in front of them, and they're not going to move, right? <laughs> right. So yeah. you can kick and scream all you want. So the horse Nature doing. smells different than what I'm supposed to be smelling. <laughs> <laughs> But this, this was a little bit more uh, trail riding and I don't know if you call it real horseback riding, but it felt like mountains, which were in Indiana, so it's not really mountains. But, okay. Um, went, but still, even if something was Yeah, it went down, close to I mean, Ohio, so some bigger hills and things. So okay. anyways. Yeah. So I'm up there on my on my horse riding around, yeah. you know. And on your steed. <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. And started thinking about, because there's this Toby Keith song. Have you heard it? Um, Should have been a cowboy. Oh, yeah. But I should have learned to like rope and ride. Should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shooter. Yeah. Riding my pony on, on the cattle, cattle drive. drive. Yeah, right. I know what right. you're talking you know about. the song. Yeah. So I've always thought when I hear that song come on the radio, I'm like, I should have been a cowboy. Yeah. Right. And so, you look like a cowboy. Yeah. I don't know if I look like one. You know. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> but 
I always felt like, I know God doesn't make mistakes, but I'd really like to be born in, in that day and age. Yeah. And then it seems like right now, I read an article in, I think it was the New York Times a couple of weeks ago about all these guys are getting into Western gear now because of, there's just some really popular shows about- Because of Yellowstone? Yellowstone. Yeah. And I think there's some like, is there some spinoffs or some different ones oh, of yeah. it? Yeah, you got 1890 and 1923. Okay, you know, that's whatever, what it was talking 30 about. years. Um, yeah. And yeah. so they're saying like, all these city guys are going and buying hey, boots and yeah, buckles, me, and, which me, is fine, right? It's I like, feel bad now that I've had boots for a couple of years and <laughs> now I look like a uh, Yellowstone spinoff guy. <laughs> Wow, but no, like it's, a fanboy, <laughs> fanboy, which is fine. If you want to, if you want to dress like that, it's it's whatever, right? Yeah. But then I was thinking, like, but I have no idea what I'm doing on a horse. I just like my boots. Well, you should go with us next time. Uh, we'll take you yeah, riding. We'll see. Here's the thing: like, I really don't know what I'm doing. I haven't rode horses much. I was a farrier for a while. Okay. So I shoot. Horses. I remember that. Yeah. Listen, Blake's already laughing because he thinks I said fairy. Yeah. You always I know. go on this. <laughs> I was a fairy for a while. <laughs> but we never rode horses. My grandpa's theme was always like, "We're going to take these people's money, but we're not going to spend money on horses." Yeah, I get it. It's like okay, so that's what we thought. So I, I so didn't ride a, a lot. A friend of mine has race horses, mm-hmm. and he said just one small incident from losing millions of dollars. Yeah. He said horses are just they're money pits, and he said I'm just one small incident from losing a couple million dollars. Yeah. And he said that's just a normal thing. Yep. Uh, Where was I, I going? I can't imagine. Sorry. Oh, I was um, thinking about the cow, like the cowboys. Yeah, and it's like, man, I was thinking like tough men of faith because we do this podcast. Yeah, like, what kind of traits made for a good cowboy? And then I just start applying that back, like <laughs> men in general. Yeah, right. So like men in the Bible time from two thousand years ago, when like Paul and Peter and Jesus is walking Earth, or even several thousand years before that, when David, before that Moses and Adam, right, all the way beginning till now in twenty twenty three. Right. To, 2133, whatever, 110 years when that happens or whatever, yeah. right? Like there's certain like traits of men that are just timeless. Yeah. That we should always have. No matter able what. able to back up a trailer properly. Well, no. See, I, I would say that maybe now. Yeah. But those days are going to be gone because you're not going to back your trailer yourself. I, they already have the technology. Like yeah. you do a dial or something in. My truck has that. Does I've it? never used it. I don't know how to use it because yeah. I'm, I'm, about back the, a trailer. Well, I'm about the world's best backer of trailers. Right. Yeah, I got yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Um, I, really? I show other people how to do it when they fail, you know, for the second or third time. I do too. Like, all right, slide, slide over. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm downtown, sometimes ask people. I can to, thread the needle. Let's I put say, it that way. Do you need me to help uh, parallel park your truck right. for you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a really good parallel parker too. We're going to have a competition. Let's do it. See who can back a trailer the best. Where was I going? You keep distracting Sorry, me. Sorry, man. I'm thinking about timeless Listen, traits that men have. Timeless and, traits. Yeah. Like I know people that can't drive a trailer forwards. They much, they really can't do it backwards. Um, yeah. So anyway. And where was I going? I have a cool story about backing a trailer. Do you? Yeah, I'll share it later. All right. Where's oh traits? Not backing a trailer because they, they wouldn't need that two thousand years ago. They might have docking the a boat in their chariot. Imagine doing yeah. it with a horse. No, now, that takes skill. I've seen, yeah, have you seen guys do that? No, I haven't. But um, when we used to go up to the Amish country and shoot oh, yeah. horses up there, yeah, <laughs> these guys could back those trailers with horses on. Yeah. Think about the fire engines, the ones where you drive in the back. Oh yeah, the tiller trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called. Them guys are awesome. They are. Anyway. Okay, let's go. So traits, right? Not back in a trailer. Even that's a good skill to have right now. It is. So I started thinking, like, what's some good ones? So I just, on the horseback in the mountains of Indiana, Indiana. which don't exist, (laughs) (laughs) in my mind, I I thought of a few. And I thought today I'm just going to- call those hills and hollers. Hills and hollers, (laughs) riding my horse. I I came up with a few. I was just going to run by you today, and I thought we could just talk about for a few minutes. See what you got. All right. The first one is, is like maturity, like being mature. Well, stop right there. I can't help you. Oh. <laughs> I'm not your guy. <laughs> Didn't we just have a talk about maturity the other day? 
I don't know. Uh, people, like, at, people in the church asked me to serve Easter. Yeah. And I told them, I was like, the only way I'm serving on Easter is if I can preach. Oh, yeah, yeah. We and, said you're not ready for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said that I'm not ready for it. And Well, there's a there's a Bible verse, which I didn't get all the references because it's on the back of a horse. Wait, I know where you're going with this, but okay. go ahead. No, no, if you know the no, verse. I don't know the verse by First Corinthians 13, 11. Is that the one? I think that's the one. Okay. When I was... Uh, child i did childish things but when i became a man i kind of put those away. i put those away oh, okay that's not the verse i was thinking okay i was thinking about the uh one about being teachers and how all everyone's not ready to be a teacher yeah we they, just talked about it yeah well we looked at it in james chapter yeah, three that's but the it's one. in timothy as well yeah see no but i was just singing in first corinthians there when paul's like hey when i was a kid i did some things like i did like yeah. i should as a kid but then i became a man right and i put those things away <laughs> and i quit doing things like a kid right yeah and so i thought that's true of men of all generations like, yeah when i was on the back of a horse i thought these guys were mature, like <laughs> right. some serious stuff, like yeah. life and death things. And you go back through history, you see that. But it's funny now that we're riding horses for fun. Yeah. Where a hundred years ago, even eighty years ago, we were riding horses as our daily means of travel. Yeah. Crazy to think about like that. Yeah. But I, I think this is a big one for, for men now, right? That they're just not they're not mature a lot of times. Yeah, for sure. And it's a trait that, that we need as men. Yeah. I, I think a lot of times we don't have a purpose is the reason we're not mature. Like right. If you don't have a purpose, there's no problem with spending your entire evening playing video games. Right. Yeah. It's easy to be immature if you don't have a purpose. Yeah. Right. Or just watching football and drinking beer because there's nothing more to life. Yeah. Right. So it's there's no need to mature. Right. right. So, yeah. I remember a few, this is a while back hearing about, have you heard of Peter Pan syndrome? Um, I don't think so. It's, it's kind of like. Lied to me? Um, well, I'll probably mess it up some. Like, But basically <laughs> it's about men who fit the Peter Pan mold. Like they're adult males, but they act like children. Um, okay. Like little boys. They some would say I have this on occasion, <laughs> but I'm growing out of it. Yeah. Well, they have like <laughs> magical thinking or like goals that aren't really going to happen. They don't gotcha. even really care. They, yeah. they just think like kids, right? Gotcha. So they're not mature. So, and I, I remember hearing about a few years ago that a lot of times when you see like reality stars, like The Bachelor and those type of shows is yeah. what you're seeing is guys that struggle with that. So, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it's important that men mature. Yeah, for sure. And so I, we see that in scripture. Like we need mature men who take things seriously. Right. Well, and. It kind of goes back to something we've said before in the past, but, you know, get yourself get yourself some friends. Yeah. You know, some like-minded friends that are kind of moving in a maturing direction. Yeah. You know, you guys can rub off on each other and pick some things up that way. It doesn't mean you don't have fun, right? Right. But it means you just do it differently. You don't keep acting like a 16-year-old when you're 35. Right. Yeah. Right. There's there's a time to be serious. That yeah. There's time to get stuff done. <laughs> yeah. So it's... <laughs> All right. What's your next point? Are you done talking about that one? Well, yeah, man. You can only step on my toes so All much. All right. All right. Um, the next one's a big, not a big word, fortitude. Okay. Fortitude. So I actually looked up the definition of it. Good. It's, fortitude is a, a strength or firmness of mind, courage of soul, which enables a person to encounter danger with coolness, to bear pain or adversity without murmuring, depression, or despondency. Okay. That's a lot. But basically yeah. it's this. It's like you can, you can en enable someone to encounter danger and be cool during that time, to yeah. bear some pain, to have some problems, but you don't complain or try to shy away from it. Like, you know, like tough times are ahead Yeah, and I'm here for a reason. I'm not going to complain about it. This is where God has me yeah. and I'm going to, I'm going to lead through this situation. Just going to roll with it. Yeah. So it kind of combines like courage with strength right. and actually I'm going to do something. So I'm going to be courageous. I'm going to be, I'm going to have conviction and I'm going to have the strength to do it. So when I thought of like the Cowboys of old, right, they had conviction like, hey, this is what's right and this is what's wrong. And yeah. I'm going to do this. And they had strength and they had great courage in what they would do. And we yeah. can see that guys in the Bible. We can see that all throughout history. Guys who had fortitude just had great conviction, yeah. courage, and strength. And I, I think that's missing sometimes in guys. Like, yeah, we don't have that strong conviction of this is what we're wired to do as men. And if we have the conviction, do we have the courage to say, 
no, I'm going to do this. Well, I think and, that's just it. I don't think you have the conviction. Yeah, um, and not, I think that's where it starts, right? in 2023. If you don't have the conviction, then why on earth would you change what you're doing to do what's right? Yeah. Um, it just wouldn't make sense. Yeah, and you have to have that, be able to stand on that principle. Right? Yeah. This is right. This is not right. Yep. And I'm someone needs to do something about it, and I'm going to do something about yep. it. That's really what manliness is, like masculinity, oh, yeah. right? It's yeah. that conviction. I kind of stand up for what's right and doing what's right. You want the next one? Yeah, let's I kind of mentioned this one, the first one, but okay. it's purpose. Yeah. Like men have, they should have like a strong sense of purpose. Right. Like, you I not like to play video games every day? Yeah, I think if, if you don't have a purpose, and there's nothing wrong with playing video games occasionally, <laughs> if that's your thing, I, right? I or, pick on that because it's not my thing. But yeah, it's not mine either, but or fantasy football or, or whatever yeah. it may be. It's because you just don't have... You don't have a sense of purpose, so why not just spend all evening doing this? Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to get after it in life. Yeah. I'm just trying to merely let it pass me by. So, yep. yeah, I, I think the purpose is also what well, starts. find your purpose, you know. You um, got to find it, but if you don't have it, I mean, that's why we see men who get so excited about sports is that they just live through the lives of these athletes that they watch on yeah, TV, right. and they get so excited about them winning these championships because they're just living their life through that. Yeah. Right. And there, there's nothing wrong with having sports teams and cheering for it, but if, yeah, but it can't be the center of everything. That can't I be mean, the center of your life. Right? right. It's like, you have to have some type of, of purpose. Yeah. Here, I thought this was going to be more of backing trailers and riding horses, but no, you, you kind of no, well, it, I was really thinking back through back. history. Cause you think about purpose, like men used to have purpose because in order for us to eat tomorrow, we're going to have to go out and kill something. Yeah. In order for our wives and kids to eat, we're going to have to go kill something. So we're going to have to go hunt something tomorrow. We're going to have to take our spear or a knife, and we're going to have to go make this happen. Yeah. And then we also want to live in a better place, so we're going to have to build cities. Right. So we're going to have to start using our brains to learn how to build stuff. We're going to have to fight battles because people are going to come after us. Yeah. And so there's all these things that would take place, and these guys had purpose to make that happen. Right. And now we live in such a soft generation or well, society. Not generation, society. Yeah, but it's kind of like Howard said like the other day or when we were talking to him. It's like, you know, everything is – now we have to be tough men of faith. Yeah. Um, we, and he said that, he said that, you know, so soft now. It's so, he said we're a bunch of sissies, actually, yeah. is what he said. He's kind of right. Like, everything is kind of handed to you. Yeah, it makes it easy to live without purpose because it, everything's so easy to go get. I mean, it, it is. I mean, but the Cowboys had purpose, right? They would ride for a particular brand. Like, yeah. So you mentioned, what's the, sh- the show? I think it's Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Like, I'm part of yeah. this ranch or whatever, right. right? And so I have a purpose for being yeah. here and I'm going to move these cattle from point this a state to, point B. to this state and yeah. they're going to get there and they're going to get fed and. Yeah. We're going to make money or we're going to take care of it. We're going to protect them along the way. It's right. like there's like a, a sense of purpose. Yep. And so men need that. Yeah, for like that's, sure. That's what we're designed to do is yep. to have a sense I of agree. purpose. I have two more. Okay. Discipline was the next one. Yeah. Discipline's a good one. Yeah. Those cowboys would get up before the, the sun came up, right? Yeah, but even beyond the cowboys, like even just self-discipline yeah. um, for us guys, I, it's super easy to fall into something and then not discipline ourselves to stop doing something or mm-hmm. to... Do it moderately or, you know, it's it's just so easy to put anything in front of God or in front of our religion or in front of just opening up your Bible and reading. It's just, it takes a little bit of discipline. Uh, working out, you know, we talk about that quite a bit. Yeah, It's just, you, you have to have some kind of discipline in your life. Yeah, well, and then I think we've fallen into the trap of instant gratification. Yeah, for sure. I don't have to get discipline to work for anything. Like, if it doesn't come easy. I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. Right? So there's, there's needs to be immediate return. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And, and discipline means you got to get up and work hard at it. Right. I agree. So, I mean, that be, I mean pornography is one of those, right? Yeah. Right. So for we sure. That's, about that's that. gratification. Yeah. Right? I mean, to click away. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But if you want to be successful, you got to be disciplined. Oh, yeah. You have it's, to have discipline. You know, I, yeah. uh, I talked to a guy the other day, and he's he was kind of asking me to come and work for him kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, um, 
yeah, I could. And he's like, well, are you disciplined? It's like, well, you know, every day I wake up at, you know, 5.15 and yeah. I'm out the door by 6 or 6.15. And, you know, I have a work day, a solid work day ahead of me. And, like, it's just, it's different from the guys that kind of roll out of bed. They kind yeah. of do something here and there. They just, you know, it's it's odd. It's odd to hear and talk to people that don't have discipline. It is. Um, well, yeah, and I find they usually have excuses for why things don't get done. Yeah, for sure. Right. A yeah. lazy person always has excuses for oh, why yeah, it doesn't for get sure. done. Discipline. It's always yep. been important. Like you see in characters in the Bible. And All right, last one. I didn't, got? I didn't write much down on this. It was um, compassion. Yeah. I think that's an important trait that men have always needed to have and should have and well, continue to have. Well, if you don't have compassion for the things that you're doing in life, what do you do? Yeah. You know, why are you, what, what's your drive to keep doing them? Is yeah. that what you're talking about? I, I, I said compassion, not passion. I said compassion? Compassion. Yeah. Did I not word that? No, I think that'd be right. I don't know. I was thinking like... Can't you um, be compassionate about yeah. the things you do in life? No, I was thinking like showing compassion to others. Oh, okay. But what you're saying makes sense too. Huh. It's just not where my mind was going. Gotcha. <laughs> Let's see where you were going. I was just going like, the world needs compassionate men. So if I see someone hurting, I have a burden to to do something about it. Okay. So whether that's someone in my family or... Yeah, showing compassion. Something in my neighborhood or city where it's, right. hey, there's something wrong. Like there's injustice here and I'm yeah. compassionate like compels me to do I was actually thinking about this a lot earlier today. It's funny you say that, but I was thinking about our church. Mm -hmm. Um, We go to an inner city church. Mm -hmm. We serve in an inner city church, which has a totally different demographic than a church three miles away outside of the 465 loop. Sure. Yeah, I was thinking about that, and I've had so many invites and, hey, why don't you come check out my church? It's different. Hey, things are easier here. Things are better here. And... I respond with like, I don't want to come to your church. I want to serve at mine where, you know, it's not easy, where it's not, you know, money's not as easy to come by. There's a need at the church that I go to and I serve at, whereas I'm sure there's a need at your church too that's a few miles away and has things that's a lot better and a lot easier, but I am compassionate about serving where I'm at. Yeah. I Um, I think you're lying. I'm not actually. No, you um, should tell them. When they ask you, be like, hey, the preaching at my church is fire. Yeah, I'd that's why that I stay. Um, you know, but same same point there. Like, yeah, five six years ago, seven years ago, I would have never thought I'd be friends with my pastor. Um, yep, I would never ask him and his family to go on a vacation with me because you know it's vacation and yeah, you want to have fun. You, you have to, your pastor you there get to cut loose a little, you know. And <laughs> but like you know, I would I would have never sure. thought about that yeah. before. And um, you know, and you grow close with people and you develop relationships with people and life changes and it's funny the way it does. Um, yeah, but I would agree. Like our our Church has been called to, I think, an area that, that needs some people just to have a, a yeah. heart of compassion for them. Well, and, and every area is different, right? But in our context, it's yeah. where we find ourselves. And I'm not like trying to brag or anything, but look at other area churches just within, you know, a four or five mile radius. I mean, there's churches are closing down daily. And somehow, by the grace of God, we still keep growing and building. And, yeah. you know, things are great. Not great, but things are good. And uh, yeah. they're moving in a good direction. I think one, which it'd be interesting maybe even talk about this sometime. Like, yeah what has happened at our particular church yeah. at Villa. But one of the things that's happened here is God gives to growth. But we the other thing's happened is like we've had a lot of men get excited about about the gospel right. and about showing compassion to a community. And we I mean we have a great ladies ministry and women yeah, leaders yeah. like they're they're doing phenomenal things at Villa. But one of the things I think that kind of sets us apart is we have I don't say if we attract men, but we men tend to like coming here. Yeah, I um, agree. So maybe that's where the preaching comes in. 
They really like the preacher. <laughs> Maybe, because they, they never know. But no, like, you know, yeah. I just, I think about that, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm compassionate about serving yeah. in my church, um, and yeah. it doesn't have all the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't need to either. Um, yeah. We can we can make it the best that we can possibly make it, and that's all we can do with it. You know, I just, I think about that a bunch. Yeah. Um, let's so, wrap this up. Something that weighs on me a lot. So, yeah, let's wrap it up. So, the things we mentioned, be mature. Yeah. Don't be a little boy. Right. Fortitude. Yeah. Big word, just go look it up. <laughs> Having a sense of purpose. Yeah. Being disciplined. And showing some compassion. Showing some compassion. Yeah. Blake wanted me to mention at the end here yeah. that if, if you enjoy what you're hearing, listening, if you could share it on social media. And I'm just going to go ahead and throw this out there if you don't mind. I, yeah. I don't want to overstep my bounds. What you got? Well, if you share this on social media, that, that Nick Robertson will just come and uh, patch a drywall hole for you for free. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> <At> the, <laughs> Stop that right there. Oh, because, okay. Dude, my Facebook has been like blowing up over the last few weeks. Somebody tagged me on some chat group as a drywall guy. And yeah. I, there, I have a hundred unread messages okay. of people needing patches done, and I've been ignoring every one of them. So please don't. Um, yeah, okay. So never never mind. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he won't so do here's that. An, okay, what about this? What about this? If yeah. they share it on social media, I think there's a way we can see on social media who shared it. Okay. That yeah. the one and only Nick Robertson will give you a shout out. On the next podcast we record. And a bumper sticker. And a bumper sticker. Yeah. All right, here we go. So if you share it on social media, Nick's going to tell you good job. And I'll share I'll give you a bumper sticker. And I've a good got, bumper sticker. I've got sticker. hundreds of them to give out. So um, let's tag up all the cars on the south side of Indy. All right, sounds That's good. That's where all my friends live anyway. It works. Like it and share. Yeah. Producer Blake's over here. <laughs> Can never make him happy. <laughs> you know, he should just do the advertising for us. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah. We can't open it. We can't close it. He's got it all under control. All right, so we got a couple of big interviews coming up. I'm really excited about. Yeah, I am too. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's I good. thought the Howard one was going to be a lot of, and it was a lot of fun, and I, yeah, I had good. a lot of good takeaways from it. But yeah, I think the next few will be great. All right. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.